Now, normally, you would hear a different kind of music when I start the show. But in honor of last week, I feel the need to start the show with different music. I'm not from New York. I'm not outside. But I just had to start it with you. I don't have no guns either. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hello Beautiful People podcast. My name is V. George Smith. And um, I'm glad to have you guys with us here for another week of conversation. But um, I'm still in the moment of uh, what we now know as one of the greatest hip hop moments of all times, bump versus bump all of that extra stuff. And we're gonna get into it and we're gonna talk about it. And we're gonna talk about some other stuff too. We got a full house of experts and wonderful people in here. And um, we're gonna start off with Veronica Moses. Hello everyone, good evening. How are you? I'm wonderful, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Shout out to our group chat over the weekend. Very interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go back on mute. I'm not doing uh, Okay, cool. That's fine. That's fine. Richard Atticus Martin is in here. What's going on, fam? Hey, y'all. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Bishop James Harris White is with us. What's going on, fam? Very happy to be here. We have the wonderful Dominique Moody in the building. Dominique, hello. Hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> no more food. <laughs> that was perfect. Oh, shout out to Abigail once again. Oh gosh. We should just have uh, a momentary Dominique check in and just, just yeah. listen. No one says anything. No, we just mm. listen to what's going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was perfect. Shout out to Corey Reed. I hope hopefully he'll be able to come through. Um listen, people. We got some stuff to talk about. Um should we just start with it? Because I I almost had a second show last week because of what happened in Madison Square Garden last week. And I know we tried to preview this thing last week as well. And from what happened last week, I realized that our preview did not do it enough justice at all. But first, I do want to say something. I do want to say, I do want to send um, condolences to the family of Chucky Thompson, I have to say this because Chucky Thompson, hip hop and R&B producer, was one of my complete and super, super favorite producers from, from the 90s. I mean, this guy from the DMV, he pretty much laid so much groundwork of the music that I love. And I know that James, I know everybody in here, because everybody in here is, a, is music lovers, and we could all speak to, um, to, to his genius. 
but this guy, I'm just going to go over uh, uh, some of the stuff that he did. And even if you didn't know, you're going to know now. And you're going to realize that he produced something that you love. Um, this man was producer on Usher's first album, Born Jamaican's Kid from Foreign. Then we get into the deep stuff, the Notorious B.I.G. He produced Big Papa. Mary J. Blige's My Life. Totals No One Else. Faith Evans, You Used to Love Me and Soon As I Get Home, which is like my favorite, top three, my favorite R&B ballads. One Sweet Day, for um, he did a remix for that. Um, so For Real, Faith Evans and 112, song called Caramel Kisses. One of the best collab songs ever. Um, it, the list just goes on and on. He did Your Child for Mary J. Blige, did a remix of that. He did One Mic for Nas. I mean, there's just so many records that he did. And even if we want to get up to like recent history, let's see here. He did Can't Be Life from the soundtrack for, for Mary J. Blige. So this is a lot of stuff. And he got collabs with Puff Daddy. This guy like really like formed the soundtrack to that time. So I don't know. I know James might want to say something to his genius, but I just wanted to take some time to talk about talk about Chucky Thompson before we like really, really got into it. James, any any thoughts on the man? Uh yeah. It was um, I think a couple of weeks ago, I finally watched the Mary J documentary. Yeah, my life. And they were celebrating 25 years since the release of My Life, which was a landmark album because um, the songs on that record were timeless because KC was ruining Mary J. Blige's life. Oh, yeah. But that's absolutely. another story for another day. <laughs> Don't let skinny dudes ruin your life. Let, let, let you know. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> Like if you're bigger than him, ladies, don't let that dude ruin your life. Like seriously, the dude is five eight and 140. He should not be ruining your life. Um, that was for free. Um, <sighs> but most of that my life record, most of it was written and produced or co-written and produced by Chucky Thompson. Uh, the Faith Joint, man. Yeah, I remember where I was when um, I heard you used to love me for the first time. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> you know, cause the tenor line doesn't, it moves a little differently than the alto and the soprano line. And I'm always a vocal arranger guy. It's like, okay, this is different. And just having that guitar sitting over, you know, over the beat. Yeah. Like, this is fresh, man. Since fresh was going on, and that was back in the time where you could get liner notes and read who did what. And I kept seeing this name, the same name I saw from What's a 411, same name I saw from my life, Chucky Thompson. Well, who was this Chucky Thompson dude? He must be a dude, like for real. And then I heard as soon as I get home. Mm. Every gospel musician, every gospel musician there is <laughs> borrow chords from as soon as I get home. Even their walk down. That is so 
it's churchy in his hood at the same time. You know mm. what I mean? Like it's, and how about this? They wrote it as a joke. Wow, they I did actually, not know they, that. Yeah. Is this the episode of James Explains? Is this what we do? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the segment we all know and love. James Explains. Please. Gather around, beloveds. Yes. <laughs> so they were working on the faith record, right? Mm. And Shecky had to leave, had to go back to D.C. And he was just playing around on the on the keys. And soon as I get home, he was just playing around. They were laughing like, you know, I'm going to get home, I'm going to do this, whatever. But he made the track itself. So they recorded those those chords and everything. Well, Faith went back and told Puff about it. And so Puff called Chucky and said, hey, man, you got to let Faith sing to you what she did with that thing y'all were doing in the studio, whatever y'all were doing. I don't even know what she's talking about. But Chucky was like, cool. She left a voice note on the answer machine and sang what she wrote. Wow. As soon as I get home, the lyrics to it, because they did the chorus as a joke, but she actually wrote the lyrics to the verses and the bridge and everything. And he was like, okay, we're doing exactly just what you just did. And then they went back up and recorded the song. Wow. Yeah. So ladies, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Another segment of James Explains. I'm gonna need a sponsorship for this. this yeah, we gonna, we gotta need dope. some. We need some music and everything for that because it'll be dope. That's like my favorite phrase record ever, and I did not. I did not know that. Yeah, man. Wow. I mean, Classic. part of it. Part of it, my favorite record is because a, a woman is apologizing. So let's just let me just start there. I'm going on mute. Is I don't want. I don't want any of your crossfire. No, I'm just saying. Come on, man. How how often we get that? We have a classic show. I know. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, they're not saying I'm wrong, are they? Nope. Silence. Continue, Jane. (laughs) 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 Would you like a license? (laughs) 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 Get her right, Abby. I love you, baby. Get the steam out of all of that right here. She said, said, you're not allowed to laugh. John can't even get you right. Because that's messed up. That is so funny. But no, Chucky was that dude, man. Yeah. Chucky Chucky was that dude. You you looking at how many people he influenced and how many people he put on and gave opportunities to. I'm learning Mm -hmm. a lot today. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of producers and songwriters that he helped through the door. And um, it's just really cool. Here's the weird thing, and I hate saying this like this, but when I saw him on the My Life documentary, I got concerned. Mm-hmm. And I know that was earlier. I know that was pre-pandemic when they did that taping, but I was still concerned for him then, and I didn't know why. Um, not trying to sound deep, but one of those fake prophets. No, I just got really concerned for him, you know, because. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember he was always big, you know, yeah. but just the way he, like he was struggling to talk a little bit, you know, like it was a lot of acid, acid reflux buildup or whatever. And I was just really concerned about where he was at the time. Um, but his work speaks for itself, man. That dude, what you want is a long career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, this guy started 
think the first thing he worked on professionally was like 91. Yep. And he was still putting out chart, chart hitting songs like two years ago. So that's a nice stretch. And in this business, as crazy as this business is and as hard as it is to, to um, keep work, that's longevity has its place, man. So salute to Big Chuck, man. For real. Um, gone too soon, Chucky Thompson. I'm um, gone from uh, COVID complications. Um, at the age of 53, you know, just prayers up for his family. Um, like we're letting you into a bit of the pre-show, but for lack of better words, your know, COVID is real. It's out there. Please, please take care of yourselves. Wear your mask. Um, I'm a proponent for vaccination. Please get vaccinated. Um, just do what you got to do to stay safe. And um, as um, we were talking before the show started, <clears throat> uh, we were saying basically, you know, go see a doctor. Yo. Go see a doctor. Like, don't don't make it like you know. I'll say this, and I've been I've been fighting. I guess since I think since we had the pre-show, and there's been even people asking me to talk about this on on the show, and I I didn't want to, but I'll I'll say this and I'll move on because we want to lighten the mood up. I'll say this. I would advise you, but most of most of us as adult human beings have insurance and we have primary care physicians. I would strongly advise you to take your human care health wise from that primary care physician and not from an Instagram story, not from an IGTV post, not from Fox News, not from a Facebook post. I would strongly suggest that you use the primary care provider that you've been granted through the insurance that you have and ask them all the questions that you need to ask them concerning staying healthy, getting vaccinated. And if for those that don't wanna get vaccinated, God bless you too, but I'm asking you guys to just stay safe. Don't be as ignorant as, as these people that are calling this a hoax when it's taking people's lives left and right. So um, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not arguing with a soul about this. <laughs> I promise you I'm not because I'm, yeah, I'm just not arguing with a soul about this. Y'all stay safe. For me and my house, we'll be vaccinated and we're going to still be safe because you can still catch it, even me and vaccinated. Okay. All right. All hearts and minds clear. Are we good? Everybody? Anybody need to say nothing besides? I'm all alone on this. Okay. Nope. You, you, you. I was gonna text you, <laughs> but I, <laughs> you, you actually said it very well, and you said it perfectly. It's just, it is what it is. It's yeah. not. It's a, it's a conversation. It's not a debate. Right. So we can talk about it. Don't argue with me. Right. And when it comes to debate, I, I, I often wonder why there's so much angst and anger when it comes to because and this is just this is not a fact this is just from this is my pov my point of view on seeing certain things on social media 
I've seen a lot of the unvaccinated being very upset at the thought of being vaccinated. And it's like, they would prefer to argue and talk about it so much. And I'm just like, if you don't want it, just don't want it. Like, why is it that you have to post these false stories? Like, I've never, I've never, like, I just don't understand African-American people posting videos from Fox News. The most unconfirmed and un, un, unprecedented, I mean, this, one of the most horrible news outlets ever. And you're just quoting them. Like, it, it, it just doesn't make sense. You got folks out here sharing hookah pipes, but they don't want to get vaccinated. Listen. You got you folks got out here saying women, but don't want to get vaccinated. We outside. Sharing men. You outside. Um, sharing. Yeah. Unknown. Jezebel. You got people out here Jezebel. eating McRib sandwiches. And they're still... <laughs> Not McRib. <laughs> With the pickle. They're actually eating combos from Arby's and won't get vaccinated. Actually going to swimming in West Haven Beach and don't want to get vaccinated. Not swimming in West Haven. James, if you knew, just put it like this. West Haven Beach is just to walk. It's not the it's the right. It's to not walk. the swim by. It's the walk. You could, it's just you could walk. put your feet in the sand. That's it. Don't you put your body in that water? You can take Ooh. some nice pictures out there, James. Some nice pictures. You can walk out. There's a nice little rock bridge that goes into the water. You take some nice pictures. Don't you put your feet in that water? Don't you put your feet in that Long Island South? Don't you do it? So you're telling me the water looks like a Dr. Pepper? Yeah, <sighs> mixed with some some stuff. Listen, the Long Island Sound funnels itself to here, so just I, I would say careful. more like a yeah, it could it could look like a um, a stale mellow yellow on the right day. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Just like that, we got the show back. <laughs> what is that, turpentine? Oh my Listen, God. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. So you, would you put your foot in there? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, man. So Do you realize that school is coming in and in order for a certain, you get to a certain age, you have to have shots? Like you have to have vaccinations. And my son's playing basketball. Guess what he has to have before he plays basketball? Vaccination. Really? Absolutely. Yes. But all of them are just the are just the COVID vaccination. No, no, just regular vaccinations. No, just normal thing. vaccinations. Normal vaccinations. And here's the thing, Veronica. We never question what's in those needles when it's come to our boys playing ball, our girls playing ball, or going to school. We just said, okay, it's time for them to get these shots. Go ahead and get your shots. We never question it. Mm-hmm. You got the same people who are questioning if, if COVID is real and saying COVID is not real, you won't die from it, but you're questioning the, your life expectancy rate if you take a vaccination. When you've injected everything else in your body. Mm. I know I folks right now still still high from the crack they did in 1985 <laughs> and you're questioning vaccination. <laughs> Ronnie, come on. Hold on, girl. <laughs> 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 but what more vaccination does he need? Because I'm thinking when you're born, 
or from up to was it twelve? I think you get all of your shots. No, there's a so teenage what, one that they the, told the HPV. Um, there is, is HPV, the but there's another one. There's another one starts with a B. Um, but I know for my 17 year old, she has to get the second half of hers. And, and I thought that was interesting because she has her first dose. She needs a second. Doesn't that sound familiar? Mm. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, because Trey's yeah. 16. And I remember the last mm. time when he was 15, the last time we went for a physical, they were telling me about it last time. And I'm like, all right, so next year we'll do it. So I'm like, you're a doctor, so I'm going to listen to you. Not Fox News or Shade Room. But I will say this. There are some doctors that I have heard will say, just get it. Like, are you? can you explain to me why I should get it? Well, if you want to live, you know, the expectation, you should just get it. No, I'm not going to just get it. Just, just get it. Why do I need to get it? Right. Like, there's some doctors that are, so there's some doctors that care about the actual patient and there are some that, that care about the annual salary that's true so those are the ones that's like oh just take the vaccination or just get this shot because you just need to get it whereas other ones like so you should take it but just know that these are the side effects those are the doctors that i'm going to listen to the ones that just yeah. want to do because they want to get their checks do realize that if something were to happen to me your name is on my test certificate and your name is in my chart so i'm gonna mm-hmm. go back and have somebody find out what what what's your reputation? Like, is Plus this the first t- time you've done this? <laughs> Plus, on top of that, I'm God's child. You gotta have to answer to somebody, huh? Somebody, uh, mm. huh? Jehovah knows my. I don't name. know about you, Veronica, but I, I, I'm a child of the King, huh? Huh? Hello? Come on! Don't you, <laughs> James? If I never say a word, don't give me, James. <laughs> Don't do don't it. You, don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Uh, Superman Ooh. through this window. Don't do Listen. it. Listen. <laughs> Superman through the window. Oh, my gosh. That Wait, I just come back in on Because we just talked we about just how the praise. Wait, what? what? We were just giving God praise, Rich. That's all. No, no. I, y'all I, y'all, I y'all hear that footwork in the background? That's, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's, Somebody that is not a lie. Up. We were giving No, we were. We, no, we were. Rich. Wait a minute. We were. We were. Me and Jane, me no. and the bishop was about to tap in. Listen. No, that didn't sound right. It was like, we were just praising God like y'all was in trouble or something. No, we know we literally were. We were. We talk about I how we got her. I was like, oh, here we go. Oh, God, no. We didn't talk about nobody Bridgeport. Right. Oh, are you kidding me? Listen. <laughs> We was acknowledging the king and how he's a keeper if we want to be kept. That's oh. it. Oh, look, 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 I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You, what, you, what you mean you don't know? You want to be kept? Look, hey, hey, that's yeah. not what I'm referring to, Veronica. Oh, okay. I, I always want to be kept. I always want to be kept. You, 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 don't you Baptist fit check me with that. You don't want to be kept? I'm like, wait a minute. You about to make me Terry tonight? What's going see, on? <laughs> see, we had our praise on deck. And Rich just came in here and just quenched it. Mm. No, I ain't quenched oh, nothing. All one. you had to do was let me know. The spirit quenched well, it. All right, did. SQ. <laughs> Y'all made it sound like it was like it was a secret. Oh, we just praise the God. <laughs> you know what we told you? You didn't believe us. You thought we were lying. Like, you know good or well. We all church kids. No. And we got the bishop in the room. No, here's how it sounded. Okay. I said, what's going on? 
Jordan quickly interjected before you said what you said, so it made it sound real sketchy. Mm -mm, there you go. Mm -mm. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And now it's quiet. You a vessel. You a vessel. That's all right. That's all right. Look, 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 look. If you're afraid of God, I'm all for it. Just let me know. You know, when I just walk in the church, you lay hands on me. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I don't know what's happening. Child, them be the quick ones. Those are the ones that's itching to get a hold of you. Listen. <laughs> yeah, Rich walked through the door. The tall young man that just came in. I don't even take your jacket off. Come on, right here. <laughs> I can see Rich leaving. I can see Rich leaving if that happens. Walked in, talk about something you smell like sin. That's what Bishop Moses used to do all the time. You, you know what that happened that? That happened at Morning Star one time. <laughs> wait a minute. Why you put that name on <laughs> Wait, wait, who? Who did that happen to? <laughs> Morning Star. Oh, shoot. Wait, but who walked in? And they I walked in. There was something going on there. And I walked in, and the preacher was like, You. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. He said, Don't you leave tonight. I was like, oh, I was mad. I was mad because I, like, you know, you tall, like, Because if you had left. I don't know you left. Child, oh that's, oh, that's a demon. Cast that out of here. He don't want to oh, listen to the man of God. My goodness. You know that's the first thing church people love to do. You know, the, the bad thing about it is if you got he forgot what he was going to say to me because the night went on too long. Now that's funny. Um, <laughs> like, um, you, you called me out to forget. That is definitely. Funny. Well, was he was he old? No, he wasn't old. He was just a he was just one of them. Ooh, ooh, watch your words. Watch your words. Watch your words. What was the word? Right. I was just, uh, fine. I'll use the old school terminology. He was a jack leg preacher. That makes okay. Me okay. So, ladies and yeah, gentlemen, see, last see, week, see? last Cause, week, because George, he wasn't going to say that, which is why <laughs> I said the Holy Ghost stepped <laughs> in and said, "Watch your yeah. words." Because right. it wasn't going to okay. go that way. Okay. So. Let me let me go back to the intro. Thank you for covering me, Roddy. Because <laughs> I got, I, got <laughs> I, I did have something lined up, and I was like, "You know, I, I know, I know it. I know it to be true." I felt Baptist for a second. Pray for me. <laughs> let me think. If you glad <laughs> that LOX is rough on us now, yeah, Corey. Wow. Wow. There you go. You, you got your Tim's on. Listen. Why you sound like what? you're in a New York hallway anyway? Right. Ah, why you should be. From New York? Wow. Right. Look at the guys. You sound right. like you all the way down the hall by 1B near the staircase. <laughs> I'm about to play CeeLo. What's talking about? In the hallway. What's up? <laughs> That's how New York I'm feeling right now. What's up? Ryan, what's up? Don, what's up? Bishop, what's here? Yeah. Corey Hollywood is here, just in time, ladies Rich, and gentlemen. No long introduction <laughs> that is that? needed at all. Versus the locks, Dipset. Oh, he high type. He high. Y'all, y'all go, y'all go. Just give go. me your thoughts, favorite moments. Y'all go. Wait, see, wait. You said y'all go. And, wait a minute. You said you gonna go and then went away. Oh no no no! I'm y'all y'all go y'all enjoy it because I did not watch it and I want to hear what y'all say. Oh. All I saw was me. Listen, don't do that because y'all know y'all know. This no is no, Ronnie, Ronnie, oh, Ronnie. I promise you, even even if you wasn't a hip hop chick like that, you could have appreciated the Wait, artistry that was the lot. Did it air on a 
was on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's on YouTube. I was it's at rehearsal. Actually... I watch okay. it. I just I was at rehearsal when it came on, and I'm over okay. the praise team, so I had to make sure everything was good. But I will watch it. I watch it. <laughs> it was it was amazing. It was like, oh, this this has got to be the first verses I watched where I'm like, okay, there is a clear winner, <laughs> and there mm. is no mistake about it. My favorite part was when. <laughs> When 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 uh, Jada said, "You live in Miami. I live in New York. I'm outside." Mm. <laughs> I said, "Dang, dang! He not only beating y'all in the rap lyrics in the song category. He beating you just off a of, off a of commentary. <laughs> you live in Miami. I'm in New York. I'm outside." Like, let's can we just? I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna let y'all go in. I know James has a lot to say about this. Um, oh no, I want to hear. I want to hear what James got to say. That's, I'm gonna let Jada. James be the Jada kiss of this show, and I'm gonna be she <laughs> just standing in the back looking tall. No, because I know Corey got a lot too. Because I'm just gonna say this. I literally, because like you know, you know, like you know, we saved over here, but my wife is holy, so she don't like that foolishness going on. And I, was, she don't care if I'm reminiscing or not. So I had to put the beats on and watch through the Bluetooth. I watched that thing from the top all the way to the end. And I'm going to read this and I'm going to be out. Jadakiss has seen his streams increase by 200% since the versus battle. And five of his projects are in the Apple top 200 charts. James, floor is yours, Doc. Is Corey here, man? Corey, you still with us, bro? Corey, you got to be with us on this, man. Voila! Because <laughs> Voila. as the New York resident, I think it would be inappropriate for me to speak about this without real New York in here. You know what I mean? So um, I think it was interesting how we just came out of a conversation about, about COVID. Mm-hmm. And this was birthed out of a need for entertainment during our shutdown time. Mm -hmm. And it's gone from it being two people on distant places on Instagram to what we saw in the garden. And although I enjoyed the event, this was a mini super spreader at the same time. I mean, COVID was just floating all over the place. (laughs) Wait, what did Joe say? What did Joe say, James? Oh, COVID. Was definitely in the room. Oh, no, God, was bless. God bless. God bless. God bless. COVID was in the room. COVID yo, was the Joe had me in tears, yo. God bless. <laughs> oh, COVID was there. COVID was there. <laughs> God Everything bless. that COVID likes is in there. I, I saw dudes in there with their shirts off. Like, what are you doing? What you? Oh man. Yo, Fat Joe was talking like COVID was in line getting the ticket. <laughs> he was there. Corn dogs. Mello was oh there my. and COVID was there. It was right next to Marcus Candy. COVID was in there. <laughs> COVID's, name, COVID's name was at the roll call for wheel tickets. That's when COVID was right there. Listen, for real. I um. So let's, let's back up. So let's go back to the pre-show. Yes. Because... I knew from the pre-show, Veronica, I knew from the pre-show that the locks were going to win this. 
because there was a disparity between the DJs. It was very clear. Oh, gosh. It was very clear that one DJ was a professional and the other one just pressed play and pause. It was, it was very clear that whoever that the Dipset's DJ was, was not up to par, or at least he wasn't ready for an event like this. You know what I mean? DJ Yeah, DJ Anonymous. Um, that Had it been the previous format where we're on, just on Instagram or two different places, maybe it would not have been as lopsided. Right. But the, because Dipset has hits, okay? Y'all know Dipset was a movement for a good couple of years. You know, you had people wearing Dipset pendants all over the place. Even Cat Williams was claiming Dipset in his, in his comedy special. Like it Dipset was, was a cult. It really was. It went crazy. And, you know, it was all over the place. Um, but we learned something Tuesday night that it wasn't necessarily the quality of music that was driving the Dipset situation. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, some of their biggest hits did not stack up to mixtape songs from the locks. Um, and this is New York. This is New York City. This is Madison Square Garden. People are outside <laughs> in the room. You got, a, you got a stage that looks like a boxing ring with no ropes. The legendary ring announcer, Michael Buffer. God bless him. In the room. So right when the DJ is cutting up Annie up by the by MOP, which is already a crowd. You're in New York, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's one of the things you play in the New York crowd. You know, Annie and I just up. say that both wait, wait, I just say that before, both DJs flopped by not playing that earlier. Well, I think he saved nah. it for the for the intro. Okay. They were they were killing time, but right quick on a DJ thing. You don't play um, a Pac record in New York and then try to follow it with a Biggie record thinking that you're going to get the crowd back. That was his first right. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I even know that. Right. <laughs> DJ Ronnie, tell him. You don't do that. Not, and you don't play, and, I, and for the resident Southern dude here, you don't play Atlanta dudes in a New York crowd. No, he should have kept that all NY artists, like go yes. to the classics. You don't got to play Locks. You don't got to play Dipset. He could have played all New York artists and kept everybody with him the entire time until the show started. Yo, as much Dude. as as much as technique was killing, he left him Antia. He could have came. He could have came doing Antia off the rip. Could have. But at the same time, I think they wanted to use that cut for the intro for Michael Buffer, you know, to kind of do it at that particular point. But don't play no Atlanta dudes and don't play no West Coast dudes. You know, they got away with some Dre stuff because um, it just hits real hard in the club. But um, this is a New York situation. You can, you can yep. tell, you know what I mean? So Michael Buffer comes down, he introduces the locks, they come out. And uh, Jadakus gets into this stance. And just staring at him, I, I, you can easily recognize he's not here for the games. This is not oh. going to be one of those those Jill Scott, Erica Badu love fest versus. <laughs> not tonight. 
It's not going to be one of those. It's not going to be one of those. Oh, I listened to all your records. Oh, I love this song. I wish I would have done this with you. Oh. It's not going <laughs> to be one of those vibes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> At all. So Dipset gets um, um, introduced. And I would like Corey, maybe Rich, maybe George. I don't know. Maybe Dom could do it. Veronica. Somebody explain to me Freaky Zeke's purpose. Oh, I, I think I got this one. Y'all help me out if I don't. Freaky Ziki is kind of like the girl with the gap tooth from Floetry. Like, he's a vibe setter. There it is. Okay. Anybody else? There? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Rich gets it. Anybody else? So, Anything Veronica, else? I would like for you to know that um, Jadakus Describe Freaky Zeke as the fat dude from Jewel Hill. Yes, which is wrong. I, <laughs> which I is wrong. That because... which you put in the group chat. I was like, oh man, dang. That was wrong him to say yeah. because I'll 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 stand on the hill and say that Jazz is a better singer than Cisco. But for the moment, the joke the joke fit appropriately because Cisco, Jazz don't really be dancing. He don't really be, at all. He, he, he don't really be natural two steps. You don't really be doing the hop like when they because they came out doing that hop and Jazz was all right. All right, go ahead, Jay. I'm I'm sure. I mean, he moved his shoulders up and down. <laughs> it was bad because Jazz was big and Woody couldn't dance at all. Like he was terrible. Okay, all right, let me shut up. I'm trying to be nice on this show. Um, Go ahead, man. Do, I, do I what you gotta do. I could have gone in on jazz. Do what you gotta do. Um, we've never <laughs> seen jazz. We've never seen jazz the Lord you. in the same room. No, nope. <laughs> we ain't seen jazz. There is no more room. Wait. Oh, come on, man. Wait a Rich. minute. Rich. You didn't see jazz and who in the same room? I'm sorry. Lowell Pie. We never seen those two in the same room. Oh no. <laughs> you, you wouldn't see air in that room either. <laughs> Rich, you had a second time to redeem yourself. You didn't do it, and that's rude. Okay. Are we like this? I just, I just saw the room, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm not going in there." Why are we like this, Lord? Atticus, mm. behave, sir. Okay. Mm. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. I, so, I felt. You see, that's chastisement right there. Mm. For the edifying of uplifted. So I, I will take that. But all right. Um, I mean, you can cut up later, just not now. Oh, too early? My bad. Came too early. early. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to the, um, I'm gonna go to the uh, side of the grocery store where it's cold at the cool off. Sorry. All right, cool. That's a weird flex, but okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm in the grocery store, man. I can see Rich just standing, under, standing next to the produce getting spritzed on when they try to spray it. <laughs> Sir, these oil juices is two for what? Get your head out of there. Mind your business. Oh, you don't know why I'm here. Shut up. Oh, man. Okay. Go ahead, James. So, so, it's mad people out there running. Like, they're all crowding the stage. Okay. They're just, it's mad folks around. Just um, imagine Doobie said when, um, when um, Jay Drew is there and he on the drums. That's how many people are standing on the stage 
and that don't need to be up there on the stage. It's just mad folks, right? Like it took them like 10 minutes to get Michael Buffer off the stage. Um, oh, wait a minute. Through that situation. So bless his heart. Uh, but it was so many people. And then finally Dipset comes through, but it's taking Cameron forever to get out there. Like the other three on stage, but Cameron comes out eventually um, looking like a Hispanic uncle. But, um, but he comes out and he says to the locks, y'all go first. Mm. We at home, y'all in at home. We're at home. Y'all go first. And you start hearing a little buzz because they are in Manhattan. You know, Harlem's in Manhattan. So they're out there. So there's a little little buzz there. And then finally, Jadakus gets out of his stance and says, hold on. <laughs> Cam, you live in Miami. Drop that. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd goes crazy. And then the lock goes in the F you. And it is loud in there, man. It is loud in there. It is crazy. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know how this is going to go. You don't know if, if, if they're pro this or pro that. But from song one, from that moment in song one, it was very clear that the locks had a crowd in the room. Mm -hmm. So let's see what's going to happen. Dipset comes back with their We Are Ready song. But dudes are messing up the lyrics. They're messing up the lyrics. And I think it's ironic. If you're going to sing a song called We Are Ready, you would probably need to be ready mm. to do all the words in the song. So it kind of kills the buzz. And every time they had a misstep, Jada said something. He did not let up off these dudes at all. He goes up, he tells the crowd, this is New York, right? Why these dudes don't know their words? Mm. Why are they rhyming off the beat? Why don't they know their words? We know our songs. You know? I was like, boy, this is different. This is this isn't this isn't the verses where you can just play the hits. You we're actually performing these out here mm -hmm. in front of the place where in the city where rap was invented. You better rap. And then I learned something very painful that the dipset were they were a vibe. They were a vibe. But when you step on the stage, you got to be more than a vibe. You got to rap. And when you're going up against somebody like Jadakus, forget that. Not just Jada. Because every time they threw the ball to Styles, he knocked it out of the park. Mm -hmm. Remember when they broke down the song on his verse and he did a freestyle acapella? Yep. And the crowd was with hey, word for word. When they, they try to get on Sheik, well, what Sheik song? Sheik ain't got no song. And Sheik busted up. Was that banned for TV? Was it Bamford TV or Reservoir Dogs? I don't, I don't remember. Reservoir Dogs. Was. Reservoir Dogs. Boy. He ain't got no records. Man. Reservoir <laughs> Dogs. That was the count. Are you kidding me? Can I, right quick, before James, before James gives, continues his breakdown, I just want to say uh, Puff is the MVP for calling the locks the day of and telling them to use their freestyle. MVP goes to Puff. Not, not only that, yeah. Not only that, but you can see the difference 
between somebody who a group that had good A and R and a group that didn't, and good work work ethic too, because them like dudes he, prepared. They rehearsed. Not only did they rehearse, but they have great stage presence in the fact of how how they use the records. Like it was a total difference where they knew each other's verses. They knew when to highlight certain words in the verses, but they mimicked each other's voices when they did it. So mm-hmm. whoever was the lead rapper wasn't drowned out. So there, there's an art to group rapping. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they knew how to, the word inflections, if you paid attention to it. I'm, I'm a voice major, so. Um, but their, their, their word inflections, you can tell they, how they're gonna say a certain word right here a certain emphasis than how they played off of it, the little things that they would do with one another when the other one was rapping. It was clear that they are a group, even though Jada is that dude, it is very clear that they are still a group and all three of them can go. All three of them. Mm. And whenever their songs came on, they were rapping their butts off. They were rapping their butts off. To your point, Jada rapped I'm locked up. That wasn't Styles. Jada was rapping. I'm locked up. That ain't Jada's song. Yeah. But no. to your point, it was on the we here is a unit and we gonna rhyme as a unit. And that was missing from Dipset. Dipset came out trying to be individuals and too cool, too cool, calm and mm-hmm. collected. Yeah, man. They played it. They they played the too cool card and they got smoked out the building from track one. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. How you gonna come out with a beach chair, bro? Like, which is corny. That backfired. <laughs> that backfired so bad. <laughs> which is corny, number one. You know what I'm saying? Because this is not that element. This is not an environment. Obviously, you haven't been in New York in a while. Right? <laughs> but my one of my favorite ones, though, was when they did one song. Um, they did one song and then um, Cam kept talking to Jada. And then Jada went into the freestyle. And as soon as the beat for the freestyle hit, the whole crowd went up. And that's the one where he's saying, you a D, y'all neighbors. Y'all neighbors. That whole situation was so rough. (laughs) I don't think that, I don't, man. And he had the crowd, threw the mic down, he had the crowd. At this point, Dip said, I got to follow up with something that's going to get the crowd. You know what I mean? But then Cam tried to act like he was on the same rapping level as Jada. And he goes, a group of the Buddhas. A group of the Buddhas. A group of the Buddhas. What? What? It wasn't hitting. It's the hocus pocus. You're rapping with me. Y'all some dope chocolate. I think think only Jewel's knew the 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 depth of the situation. No, he didn't. Like no, he, he, didn't. he no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, no, he, didn't. he no, tried. He, didn't. he tried his hardest. No, he, he didn't. <laughs> he tried. I, I, no, let me finish out. He tried his hardest that one time because he had. He even had. He even had loaded Lux talking about they won the Benjamins round. Like we all knew the Benjamins round is a dub. That's the Lux's round. Whatever. But he had loaded Lux and other people talking about they actually won the Benjamins round when they did. But Joel's put so much energy into that. Well, mind you, this is already after he got his bandana taken off his head and thrown to the ground. I mean, like, 
come on. There's <laughs> so much you can do. But it was too little, too late. Veronica, there was one line in one of the lots of songs. And this is over then. The line says, I know dudes that went to jail just to get their teeth fixed. And they pointed at Jewel. Pointed at Jewels. Oh, well, you know, it is kind of true. Oh. Because you come back Bro, and that meme, absolutely straight. That meme was infamous. And Jewel's just sitting there grinning like. <laughs> See, in an oh. environment like this, it wasn't just about the hits. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Like, right. remember when we did the clubhouse, me and Corey mm -hmm. did the clubhouse, and it was T.I. and Buster. And and it went neck and neck because even though Buster has a great volume of records, T.I. got a gang of hits. You get what I'm saying? And so in that environment, it is what's going to hit well is the hits. But if they're performing live, you got to match the energy or overcome the energy of the other group. And you just can't do that with no corny songs that were just hitting on radio. No, you got to perform them jokers. If you want to get that James, crowd, and the, and the crowd that, was cool with it, you know, you could tell because they were chanting Dipset lines and stuff. You know, when they came out with you know Dipset anthem, that hit hard. You know, um, uh, we fly high. You know, the balling joint. They were yeah, with balling it. hit hard. But when they did balling, and then they followed up and followed up with Benjamin. Benjamin's lasted longer than than balling. You get what I'm saying? Like Benjamin's mm -hmm. had a longer effect than Bob. So when the beat dropped for, for Benjamin, crowd went nuts. sick. But James, to your point, like even in the uh, the Buster Ti joint, when we were, like, my goal was I'm a I'm a hit you. I ain't going to try to play my favorite Ti joints. I'm a hit. I'm gonna play the hits. Um, because you gotta read the room and and uh uh. uh a versus where we are in, in two different places where we, there's no crowd, you can get away with that. But when it's a live crowd, Hey Ma takes out any one of those ladies' records that um, the locks play any day of the week, except for oh, but because, but because it was a live room and Jada had already had the room, when he when they countered all of those that when they counted Hey Ma. With that melody of female records, it was over because and and she was a model setting, for a year and a half. And she took her fans. pins out, her hair dropped down to her calf. Nah, I'm sorry. I think okay. Ronnie, so Ronnie, me, so, so Ronnie, Ronnie, go ahead, go ahead, James, explain it because. So let me explain what he's talking about. <laughs> it's so, just so good. I'm sorry, Ronnie. It so, was so good. So what Dipset did, they hit, they tied. Oh boy. Which was a huge hit, right? Right. They went, went from old boy to hey ma. That may be the Dipset's two biggest hits. Really. Because those things like, played out for years. years. For years. But then after they did the song and the crowd was with them, you know, with both of those songs, those huge hits, lady singing, everything. Then Joelle's got in Jada's face and saying, Y'all must not like ladies. Y'all look at rhyming for dudes in jail. Y'all ain't got no song for the ladies. Huh? Right. So Jada gives us like, hit that tech. And then as soon as he said that, they hit ride or die. I need a ride or die. Crowd went nuts. 
think that stop. song would top Hey Mom. Hold on. But they didn't, they, they, they didn't stop there. Even right into the Honey remix that they did with Mariah. Remember that? Yeah. And so while they were setting that song up, the crowd was vibing to it. Because now it's about a show. Now it's about, you know, what are we going to do next? And they had the crowd. And while he's doing that, Jadica says, we got Grammys. They don't know nothing about what Grammys look like. They mm. only know what grounds look like. Uh. <laughs> it was bad. And then they went from that to Jenny from the block because the locks were on that. So they went to the Jenny from the block joint. Then they went to the Chic Loops joint. The, uh, what was that? Just Can't Keep Still? Crowd is vibing. Chic rhymes it out. Then they go to Knock Yourself Out. Now that, that one? That one right there. That's, that's it. It's done. You can play that, like, even besides the verses, if you play that right now in the club, everybody's getting loose. Everybody's going sick. That's just, it's just that song. The whole crowd was going, and then they mixed that in uh, with the Mary Jane um, part of that. Like, it was, the DJ was in sync with the locks. They were mixing Shout up out the DJ in. technique. Jeez. It Is he was, a new DJ or he's been in the game? No, he's been in. Yeah, he came up on the K Capri. He's he's been in. He's a lock. Oh, DJ, then yeah, he's though. definitely gonna be good. Yeah, he's a lock DJ, but he also did Jada's uh, battle with Fab. And what you can tell from this, and I think somebody said it earlier, is the preparation. The locks were prepared for everything. Oh, y'all gonna say everything. she ain't got a record? Well, I okay. Dipset was a show. Dipset wanted a show, which is. Like, I didn't watch it, but I saw some of the stuff from Instagram and Twitter, which, like, they came out flashy. Like, y'all didn't come. Y'all could be flashy without wearing, like they said, a pile of clothes that's in your corner on They it. came out in long sleeve shirts in August. Y'all wanted a show. Y'all wanted a fashion show. Y'all wasn't really, like, trying yeah. to give like give them who you are. Yeah, I understand by the, time involved, Cam, but, by the time Cam got into it, it was too late. Because they, they were playing it cool for so long that Jada had grabbed the crowd out the gate and didn't turn back. And that they didn't factor that into the versus thing because, yeah, it is a performance. It's charisma. It's, and that's Cam's bag, being charismatic. But, but I thought that's what versus cool. was, though. But, but you, they, they you, also you come forgot. Out the gate. They also forgot, number one, this isn't like I said. We're watching this on the ground, and y'all playing it. And yeah. you're in a New York crowd, okay? Out of it, you're live and in the front of a New York crowd. All right? You got to do hip-hop here. You got to do it. You just can't play Especially the song let the vibe happen. It's not, you got you to gotta rap. And I think they clearly underestimated how many records the locks were on. They clearly underestimated the that's, locks that's... run in the 90s before Money, Power, and Respect came out. They clearly underestimated mm -hmm. the stuff they did with Rough Rock. They clearly underestimated the remix that they had been on, and they for sure underestimated the one place where mixtapes count more than any other city <laughs> is New York. So they went into the mixtape bag, and the crowd knew every word of the songs that the locks did. They knew all of them. They knew all of them. But now, if you're going to come with your hits, Dipset, because Dipset does have hits, you still have to perform them. And that's the thing they miss, man. So by the time, by the time 
the Styles P hit, um, I get high. It was already done. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, was, it was such a rap. They didn't even have to talk. It was that's why I knew it was over because they didn't even they wouldn't even they didn't even have to talk noise anymore to Dipset. It was like this is done already. It was clear. It was clear. And then oh, Man, George tell play him the about, BD single this on that one. George, tell him about what could have happened. Remember what Sheik said in the interview? So what record was it again, James? I forgot the, the exact record that it was supposed to be. 24 Hours and Benjamins. There's two people they were supposed to bring out, that they were going to bring out. They were supposed to bring out Diddy for the Benjamins? That would have been crazy. But they were supposed to bring out Mace for 24 Hours to Live. I think, I think, I think somebody would have got shot if, Mace, if they had brought Mace up. I think I think all of Harlem would. I don't think they would have been able to. Go Why back to would have somebody because got they, shot? Because they're not. In, they're not in. Um. They're not in good standing. Mace would have right got now. shot. Mace would have got shot. Mace and them guys not. They're not. They're not in a good spot right now. They're not in a good place. They're not friends. Uh, oh, with the so, line? so if the pastor would have no, came, with Cam. In, no, with Cam in them. Now, mind you, if they would have did it. Everybody in that room knows that they're not in a good place. So, as as well, no offense, Corey, but but no 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 offense, Corey, but as New Yorkers do, that situation would have gotten gassed to the maximum. <laughs> I don't on. think base. I don't Come think base would have had to say. Wait, but why? Think, why are they beefing? I don't think base would have had to say one word. I think Mace could have just got out there and stood, and the whole crowd would have did his verse. I don't know why they beef. They're beefing because long story less long, when Cam and Mace came into the game, they came in at the same time from Harlem. Cam knew that Mace was a more talented rapper. And while Mace got a deal and didn't come back and look out for Cam, Cam got some uh, resentment because Mace was a bad boy. Cam was left to trying to figure it out for long. So, since then, it was like, a, oh, we were supposed to be people who came from the same neighborhood, and you kind of left me stranded. That's why they're really beefing. Mace. Now, is this facts Mace? or is this like hearsay? No, that's that's facts. That's facts. Okay. They both grew up together in Harlem, both played basketball. Everybody knew that Mace was a star, and everybody thought that he was going to bring Cam along when he got signed to Bad Boy, and he left Cam hanging. Mm. Cam went back and got everybody else. That's why he got Dipset, because he went and got everybody else what Mace was supposed to do. Well, there was something else that happened after Cam got on, because remember Mace helped him out with the horse of carriage joint. Um, but something went down between them after he got on. I remember actually them actually doing um Rap City, a Rap City show together. They were touring around in Harlem and all of that. So they had um at least from the high school days, past things up once Cam got a deal. But something else went crazy to the point where Cam was like, if I see him, I'm gonna shoot him on sight. Um, and it's been like that to the point where when Dipset started beefing with G-Unit, one of the first things that 50 did was bring Mace out. And classic 50 fashion. <laughs> 
Um, and so um, Mace got out of New York, went down, and um, I guess convinced folks that he was saved and, and, and um, <laughs> started pastoring and um, involving himself in Atlanta, because that's where you go when you get saved and you want to start a church, you go to, go to Atlanta. <laughs> Yeah, they're receiving. Really, and, James? Um, this is something I said. <laughs> okay. So then he gets mad at the church and um, has a brief um, <gasps> respite and goes back into the arms of, of Diddy. Um, does the... Uh, welcome back joint whatever still tries to hold both parties together but i guess you know it didn't work out like he wanted to so hey let's dabble back in that church circuit and let's take over in church um from a pastor who gave up his church in his 30s because he got tired of pastoring people so hey they don't know me i've never been there um you know preached a couple of times there but i'm going to become that pastor because they need somebody of notoriety so now guess who's back in atlanta um, Pastor Bethel, praise the Lord. But nonetheless, if he would have come out with um, a chinchilla robe uh, or a coat in that situation, I promise you it would have been, that would have been a moment we would have been talking about. We would have let off the show with it because it would have been that crazy if he would have been there. So I think it was very, very clear that although they're getting money together, um, they get they're getting money together on this tour that they're about to do, and mm-hmm. another because 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 Styles kept saying we're not gonna mess the money up, right? Um, like, just for like point of reference, just for point of reference, that has nothing to do with uh, the verses per se. But Ronnie, for your Mace Cam uh, enjoyment, there was a there was an interview where Mace was on Hot ninety seven. And Dipset called in, and I'm just going to tell you to enjoy from there on out. Like he was on Hot 97, and Jim Jones and Cam called in, and that's the video that I put in the chat. And enjoy that. That that's okay. that's a good time. I thank you. Yeah, I mean that was right at the height of their <laughs> their deal, and and after that interview, Mace got up out of New York. Um. Because he, he knows what they're capable And that's the, that was the crazy part about seeing Tuesday night, because you got two different sides, but both are capable of doing the same thing. These was real dudes up in there. And there was an air in the room like it's chippy. And you this could go different directions. The, the more the more songs went on, the more people started gathering on stage. And they had to start, they had to start hugging. For the for the thugs to go sit down to get off the stage, they're like, "Look, guys, we're good." <laughs> I remember being in those type of environments. I don't know about y'all, but I remember being in that type of air where dudes just start crowding around because they know something's about to go down. I can just feel it. Something's about to go down. I, I used to be in there all the time, and before you knew it, somebody gets swinging out of nowhere because it's just in the air and it was that same kind of environment that was in that room. Um, 
Yeah, Jim Jones and Styles had the hug because they start they started calling out gangsters' names and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, this is oh. <laughs> there was several um Cripser situations going on, and I was yeah. like, wait a minute, y'all are getting off the specific here. Okay, right. No, Cam also has some some beef with no Jim. We got some beef with Max B. Um, this dude and and Styles B shouted him out. Man, I want to go shout out to my dude. He's a real dude. Shout out to Max B. It's like, whoa, they are they are crazy. Yeah, they are crazy. <laughs> really crazy. So the fact that Yo, hold on, those... hold on, James. James, yeah. I'm sorry. That was uncomfortable. I seen I looked, I looked right at you when he said it. <laughs> he said, shout out to Max B. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, if anything was gonna start a fight. If Mace didn't do it, that would have for me, because it was like that's 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 still touchy. That is still that took a touchy. lot of restraint. Right? I would say like this, it was ten yeah. years ten 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 years ago, they would have been fighting all over that stage. They 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 way more mature now. They realized they wasn't gonna mess up the money, mess up the money. They was like, no 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 no, there's bread, there's bread to be made. Let's let's just get on out of here. I'll put it like this. If Max was out, he would have violated probation to be there. <laughs> he was pulling up. He was pulling up whether it was going to be outside or somewhere. He was right next that... to COVID. <laughs> he was there. He was there. God COVID bless. was there too. God bless. Yeah, man. Um, so, so to wrap this up, Corey, I want to get your, your thoughts about Cameron's attempt at a freestyle. It goes back to the beginning where uh, when Jada says, when, no, when Cam says, we at home. We ain't going first, we home. It mm. goes back to that because they tried to do a freestyle at home mm. and got booed out of the building because at that point it, it was too far <laughs> Too, too right. little, too late, and they, they, had, they Max already had the crowd on their side. You tried to freestyle, but they've been doing this all night, so it was like, ah, shut up, shut up, was what the response was. Ronnie Cameron tried to freestyle and forgot the words. Oh, <gasps> wow! So he got stuck on that first line. Wait, how do you and forget words to a freestyle? When you don't know them, mm, when you don't know them, yeah. that's not mm. a strong suit. When you playing catch up, because that's what happened. He called himself trying to mimic what Jada did. No, and that's why I said, did he get the MVP for telling them to do freestyles? Because nobody was expecting that. Nobody was expecting freestyle. So when you when all your songs sound the same. Well, let me and... ask you guys this. I sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. I didn't watch the verses, but. As far as all these hits that both of the parties had, when a person gets feels like they're on that high of a pedestal and they just start dressing and everything, do you do you think that plays like, oh, my hits have been played, I don't need to remember them? Do you think that plays like a major part? Like I just I like I, said, I didn't watch it, I saw the pictures and I saw a dipset was just like pretty much labels everywhere. Whereas the locks 
probably had labels, but you would never know. Mm-hmm. But I just, I did that. Like, if anybody's listening, please don't come for me because this is really not what you want to do. But I, I think Dipset got too caught up in the hype that they kind of forgot that they were artists. Like, the reason why you have those clothes is because you made records. And how do you forget records that you made? I mean, like you said, Jadika said they didn't win, they didn't get Grammys, but still. Like, but to James, James's point, you're in New York. It's not a typical versus. In any other versus, Dipset would have been able to get away with playing half songs and only doing like verses, like ad libs here and there. You would have got away with that in any other instance. This yeah. was live in Madison Square Garden, and you're a New York artist. That ain't gonna fly. Not here. Nope. Nothing. Like, did you hear that? Like, they should have been nervous from the time they heard the crowd. From the time they actually heard the crowd when the D when DJ Technique was spinning and he was doing a very, very New York set. Like, I felt like it was, yeah, I felt like it was one of those days where I was driving my, my millennium. I was listening to Hot 97 at seven o'clock. And flex would come on. That's what it felt like from the records that Technique was spending. So it was just like, it was huge. It was huge, and I feel like it's gonna change the way people prepare for these um, for these verses going forward. Um, if they, if is there, if there's a, like an LA LA versus of some sort or something like that, people are gonna prep different because this was just. This was just out of this world. This was just out of this world. And they're going to see what it did for Jada. And like, I just saw that Jada's, the Deluxes are going to um, end up on um, Kanye's album. They just took a picture in the um, Falcon Stadium. And now, George, they didn't take a picture. Ye watched the verses and sent a private jet for them the next day. The to next do their day? for his album. The next day, Ye sent a private jet to get them to bring them to Atlanta to lay the verses for the album after watching wow. the verses. So That's how yeah, bad they whooped Dipset. It was that bad. Okay. <laughs> I need you to understand it was bad. The Corey is wow. always he one sent of them a jet the apologists. next day. Corey Reed is a versus apologist when we always talk about something with a blowout. He's like, no, it was closer than you thought. Okay, Corey was this close. Corey? James, it wasn't close from Jada saying, you live in Miami. That's when the blowout started. Wow. That's That's when the blowout started. Cam, you live in Miami. Tech, drop that. That was when it was like, all right, all right, okay. Yeah, this wasn't close at all. I thought it was going to be close to the way. I came on George's platform and said, oh, nah, dip. what happens when this dipset record goes off? It just, the, the, the list they put together was trash. The order they played their songs in was trash. But outside of that, they didn't account for the charisma aspect. And when Jada did that, it was like, all right, you niggas playing from behind from the rest of the verses. Catch up, niggas. And then never and did. The fact that 
Never. They they Never. got they hit they got the my number. They got the we gonna make it at the very very end, and the amount of energy from the crowd was still at what they would call a fever pitch. Yep. Like, they were loud. I need you to understand. Oh, loud, bro. They were so loud. You would think, like, all right, it's over. Y'all beat them. Let's wrap it up. Man, that junk started. Do 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 do. He was like, well, wait, shoot. <laughs> if this show, if this show would have been in Charlotte, North Carolina, if it would have been in DC, if it would have been somewhere else, it may have looked totally different. Mm-hmm. But once again, you're you're in a place where that crowd knows they know deep cuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They know they know song number six on a mixtape, word for word. And you gotta account for that. So it's and then that's for any artist going anywhere. You gotta know the environment that you're in and have a set that plays to that. It played out perfectly for them. And now they're they're seeing the effects of it. So I guess I'm I guess I'm more biased to it because you know, I think locks came out when I was in high school and college. So I remember those records. You know what I mean? And so even though they're close in the same age range, all of them, there were still two different eras that were up there. You know what I mean? So you know how bad that whipping was? Walking to New York City by Cam and Jay-Z should be an automatic win in automatic anybody dub. else's verses. That's an automatic win. Welcome to New York City. Welcome Fair. to New York City. And we'll play this one more time. Way, I was outside and play. I'm from New York. Fam. All right. But, but Cam even about? told him, he said, you don't have no bigger New York song than this. Like he did not know. Like it's like he totally forgot. <laughs> this. Like what is wrong with y'all? Yo. Preparation. Preparation. So it's one thing to have hits. It's another thing not to remember the hits that the other dudes have. But that was a real Roy Jones type moment. Y'all must have forgot. Like, I don't know if y'all, I mean, I'm I'm still a video game head, stuff like that. And I know Corey like dabbles and stuff like that. But y'all remember Madden ratings? Madden ratings used to be cool. You know, your guy used to be a 90, whatever. Cam yeah, had a 90 yeah, yeah. rating, but then you always go down and always check the awareness rating on the clip. <laughs> they were 90 overalls. They were 90 overalls. There was no play. Was like 44. There's awareness. This was 50. Why did I catch the ball? Yo, come on, man. Yo, you know how strategic the locks was. I remember out here in Cameron saying, yo, they played like seven records. It was like, no, that what they did, they was chopping up the songs in the time slot and just beat the hell out of y'all. Yeah. In that spot. Y'all played one record. It was like, bam, we're gonna hit you with one, two, three, and then we're gonna throw this right cross. Boom, round. I was like, y'all ain't caught on yet. It looked like, you know, that 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 old school cartoon thing where the dude was just swinging and the dude got his hand on his head just looking at him like, yeah, I'm about to punch you. Yeah. <laughs> about to knock you right out in the second. Hold on, just swing, keep swinging. That's a perfect visual for it, man. I'm trying to tell you. It was just, oh, it was definitely, I, I, I definitely felt, felt like I was a part of a very, very, very important hip-hop moment when I watched that. So if you haven't seen it, definitely go to the um, Versus, they have the, the Versus IG, sorry. The Versus IG, 
had they have the IGTV video saved. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. If you want to go check it out, and um, we await with bated breath to see what the next verse is going to be. Shout out to the locks and um, shout out to Jada, the MVP of the night. Um, we have an interesting topic here that was passed along by our friend Dominique Moody. Dominique, are you are you still with us? Are you allowed to laugh? I'm here. Yeah, the warden's giving me license to laugh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, me and Dom was talking, and we were like, um, she was like, I got, I, I want to try something on the show, and. She just wanted to like pass it by me because you know we're usually like you know PG and all. But guess what, people? We're still PG when we talk about issues like relationships and all of that kind of stuff. And you know, majority of us, you know, are adults, and we can talk about things just like sex. So we're gonna talk about it. Um, there was a post um on Instagram, and I don't know, should I say this person's name? Because I don't know this person. Maybe I won't say the person's name because I don't know the person. But the post, um, I guess it was a thread on Twitter by, I'm not even going to read that name. It's I am Tay Taluna. And I'm going to read the post. And it says, the moment I stepped off the sex later was the moment I realized how pleasurable sex can actually be. And then she goes on to describe Sexcalator. Sexcalator, a term that describes culturally scripted sexual experiences that are centered around the ultimate goal of achieving orgasm. On the sexcalator, sex is about moving from A to B very linear, often passive and rooted in. <laughs> Dog, this is the word I can't say. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> what was it again? What does it it's sound like or look sis, like again? Sis, the sis word. Sis heteronormativity. There it is. <laughs> it, is yes. it is solely focused on getting off at the top and makes us feel like we failed if the final destination isn't in reach. So what becomes possible when we get off this escalator and start to understand sex is a lush pleasure palace that has multiple, um, sorry, has a multitude of rooms, pathways, intricate details, delicious treats, decadent sensual treasures, hidden doors, and acres of landscapes to play in and discover. What becomes possible when there's no need to arrive anywhere specific because the act of exploring in itself is so deeply fulfilling. So, the person that posted this said, I didn't even need, I didn't even know how much I needed this message until I read it. So, basically, what the person is saying is, from what I took from it, and you guys can add on, um, she's basically saying that we've, I guess, sex has become an A to B situation where you're just trying to finish whatever but she's saying that it should be something that we enjoy even sans orgasm how do you guys feel about this topic 
because I thought it was very interesting. I wanted to talk about it amongst us. What do you guys think? The race isn't given to the swift or strong. Ha! <laughs> Come on, Corey. Come on, to Corey. him. Come on, Corey. You up to the end. You again. Do you hear me? I ain't got. I don't feel my help, George. I don't feel my help. See, that's the problem. I ain't got no help. Come on, Corey. I got you. I'm just saying. I'm gonna help you preach, bro. I'm just saying. (laughs) The race ain't given to the swift or strong, but you hear me? Preach. I'm just trying to help you out. <laughs> oh gosh! I mean, I I I kind of get where they're coming from, but I'm as far as this for me, I'm I'm very goal I'm very goal oriented. So uh, I got my I I have my eyes on the prize, but no. Are you well, kidding well, me? Like I'm just, I'm I'm saying like goal oriented. Listen, when I've been job interviews, what are you? I'm 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 goals driven, definitely. You know, I set a goal and I gotta I gotta get it. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get to my goal. You know, I gotta I gotta reach. I gotta reach for that 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 finish line. That's 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 for me. But I mean, seriously speaking, like, what do you guys think about this? Or is, is this too much for y'all? Did we did I just drop this on y'all like right after the right after Jada or? If it's too much, that's my fault. Sorry. It ain't too much. Stop it. We're all grown no, apps. We we good. Here. We're grown apps. Can I be honest? Can I can I tell it? I got a story because we all family here. And I feel like y'all, I've I've shared so much personal stuff with y'all mm-hmm. family. Um when I was in my younger days, it's not going there. Dom ain't going there. I ain't going back there. I told, I told we was kidding. Though. We ain't going back there. I was ready. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was just saw them automatic doors open up. Like. <laughs> now, when I was younger, because that was my mindset, not like my mindset was, oh, well, if, if the lady doesn't experience euphoria then it don't count so i used to jokingly but i did it because i honestly wanted to know i would give a questionnaire afterwards of like hey on a on a scale of one to ten did you enjoy yourself like because that was my way of trying to get out of my own head about it because you could you could get caught up in oh well i must be whack if this person didn't didn't you know have a high praise so to speak, but you can get in your own head about that. So for her to say, wait, you ask these questions after the fact? I I used to. I, I'm 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 not even joking. I used to like I tried to do it like in a joking way to like, but I wanted to know because my thing was well, if you didn't, then then that must mean that I, I was trash and blah 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 blah. And you can get in your own head and really not enjoy the experience because you're so worried about like, well, did you or didn't you? And then you also worry about the group chat. I don't, I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to end up in a group chat as y'all, this nigga here, like you don't want to be in a group chat. So 
Yeah, you can't get in your own head. That's so funny, yo. The whole point was trying to get you to come back. That's all it was. <laughs> so if you do it right. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? And you land. That was the point. Like, yeah, we can get ours easy. But, like, it, the whole point was I want to be able to do it so you will come back and do it again. I think the question is, if nobody finishes, is it still worthwhile? Yeah. The yeah. race isn't given. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so you would leave an experience to say that was whatever adjective you want to use, even if you didn't finish. So I'm actually I'm asking this for the men because women have had to find ways to or have they had to accept a lot less than we should, but no shade. But men, I want to know, would you guys? Yes, Abigail. Um, I think that depends on what's actually taking place. And with getting too graphic, if um you're giving a lip service, praise him. Okay. And and it matters too. See, and you don't really you don't get a reaction. That's not to say, okay, well, I'm not coming back. Or it could be a uh, what, what? What else you got? What? Whatever. What else can you offer up? Type thing. Am I too far? That's what you're killing me. You made your point. That's the that's the that's the learning curve. No, not no. Rich. It is. You said it. But no, I mean, shoot, man, like. I mean, I'm just gonna be repeating what I already said. I, I'm, I'm reaching for my goal. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm reaching for my goal. It's such a, a such a very I, very positive. No, way. I mean, I gotta be. I'm keeping fucking. I just can't give up now. Shoot, Chris Paul wrote it on his shoe. Made it all the way to the finals, though. I don't know. He made it so, to the finals, though. He made it. Yeah, but he lost. He lost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess the, I, I feel like, Dom, Dom, don't get me wrong. I feel like, I feel like this post is for the ladies. I feel like it's definitely for them because I like what Corey was saying. It's in those situations where, what do you call it? You call it a lip service? Unless it's like a lip service situation, I guess um, reaching the destination is kind of imperative for some. So I don't know if I can walk, just travel on my oh, journey. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So I mean, I guess he wants. To, it's all. It, I looked at it almost like an empowerment piece for women. Like enjoy the journey, even if you gotta, even if you if you didn't get where you needed to go. Just hey, when when we drove up from Florida, we had to we had to stop in um Virginia. Yeah, we didn't get we didn't get all the way yeah. to Virginia. We had to yeah. spend the night at Holiday Inn Express. Hey, tell them about that. Get what you story. need. Get a, what you need. Got a full <laughs> night's sleep. And back on the road next day. 
Hey, tell about the playlist, George. Now they they ain't ready for that. <laughs> playlist? Wait a minute now. Is this it's better good. than Valentine's Day playlist you try to have us do? What, what? Yes, it is. It is. Because my wife, because my wife made it. So Corey heard a little bit of it. Ooh. Um, James, no, no, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why they heard it, because there was this, there was a um, clubhouse room that was being run NBA Smack Talk clubhouse room when we were when we were on the way to Florida while we were driving to Florida. So I just plugged my phone up and I was listening to the conversation. And while they were having the conversation, my wife's playlist was playing while we were going down. And like it, it stopped it stopped my friends in their tracks. And it was like, what's this? What's this playlist? I was like, no, 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 that's. Mrs. Smith was the curator of that playlist. So Listen, let me no. just tell you, I am happy. People be wondering why I'm always smiling it. and laughing. That's why people yeah. be wondering. People be wondering. I was worried. I was worried about my friend making it to this, Florida safe. That's all I'm going to say. This joy that I have. Radio. This joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me. Get what you need. Charmaine <laughs> was intentional with that playlist right there, buddy. I mean, can we not use church songs, please? <laughs> oh my! Never failing. Hey, hey um, kids, you go in there. You go in the Maryland house to get them cinnamon buns. <laughs> go somewhere. Sit in the lobby. I don't even care. Hey man, <laughs> go buy a charger or something. <laughs> go for a walk <laughs> in these Virginia streets. I don't care where you go. Charmaine went playing. <laughs> Oh, okay, so um, <laughs> I I think um, a couple of things. I didn't see the post. Um, I'm trying to put this. I'm trying to say how I can say this coded, and I, I may have to say some pretty frank words here. <sighs> I think this sexcalator makes sense especially if you've come to this place when you've had a series of disappointments in that area. Um, if a woman's been disappointed a lot, then, um, then it becomes very psychological. Like, you, you know, you're, she'll go into a situation and they, probably be pleasantly surprised if this dude is decent or not, but he may not be because she's already been disappointed by so many who didn't appeal to what she needed. So um, for me, I learned that I need to get in tune with who I'm with. And it's very important for me to find out what they need. Yeah. I, and I am going to do everything I can to give them exactly what they need. And um, let's talk about it. Let's talk through it. You know, let's do it on the way. Let's let's explore. Let's find. You know, let's find it. And not just what appears to you physically, but let's connect. Most of the time, it's the interaction before those moments. You know, it's not just we're not talking, we're not communicating, we're not vibing, but just horny no the conversation is important um, the way we interact with one another prior to those moments are 
as important as the moment itself, you know? So do you appeal to me mentally? Um, you know, all of that. And so that's my goal. The, the atmosphere means a lot, you know? The, um, the pace means a lot. Positions mean a lot. Um, time spent in certain areas, all of that means a lot. The touch. Who gonna get on the organ? Because you know, his brother preaching. <laughs> all of that means yeah. a lot. It's not just doing what you know how to do, but what does she respond to? No, you just can't treat her like you, like you just got one style and this is all you do. But this, what you've done in the previous placement, I work here, so. You know, is it about her or is it about it? And what I've found, um, we create beautiful moments when it's about each other and not just about it. So I'm trying to make it about us. And usually we'll, we'll be both be satisfied if we're focused on the right things. If we focus on each other and that's just it, so. What James is trying to say is face down. All right. <laughs> Are you crazy? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the way Corey is that ignorant translator down in the corner of the <laughs> in, the, in the little circle, just saying, "Hey, what he be to say?" <laughs> Hey, you I'm know what, guys? Code here, man. You yeah, know. it's it's cool. It's I feel like we should be able to talk about these things here because no, and we need to. I, I don't really like when people use this word, but I'm going to use it here. We we actually need to normalize having these conversations in these spaces where it's not crazy, it's not like off the hook or whatever. Like we let these other people determine and distinguish how they feel about what we do. And and what we do, that's something that's very normal to us. Like, like it's very normal to us to be, have these feelings and do these things. So it's like, why can't we talk about it too? Why can't we discuss it too? Because like Dom sent it to me, I was like, oh, wait a minute. And I'm like, you know what? No, we need to start touching these topics because people need to, we need to discuss these things in these spaces as well, in responsible spaces as well. So, I mean, that's I hope you guys healthy. vary. Like I told y'all before, when I get married, y'all won't see me for three or hear from me for three months. I just want you to know that. Hydrate. That's it. What about Brandy? Brandy will be fine. She probably won't be home because it's going to be too much. So uh, she'll probably be at your house. Or she'll be at Grandma's house. <laughs> I'll take I would never want. I would never want to do that to her. I just, yeah, she just can't be home. Maybe on you know, the weekends, I'll just, you know. She'll live with you. During the weekdays, I'll be calm and quiet. Man, that's you know. a lie. You know what? It is a lie. Let me take that back. That's a and whole lie. Have to get a good, she just gonna have to get some melatonin and go to sleep. Let, let him let him get behind you the right way when you're cutting up carrots for your brown stew chicken. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> Brady, go get some pizza. I'm <laughs> just go take my car real quick. Just go get some right the street. Go ahead. It'd be like, it's be like five minutes. Just go right up the street. I cannot like, wait for my kids to get that age of, oh, get, go outside right quick. Uh, go play in the grass or something. Go, go, go. Stand.
I can't wait cool. to get to that age. Cool play in um, the grass. It's, it's, it's a blessed stage. It's one that so you know okay. So is it better? Because I know, Bishop, you had elaborated on the, you know, sensual and the knowing the body. But is it better? Is a quickie kind of sometimes better than just like that long, drawn out amount of time? It's the focus, man. Like I've had, I've had some great quickies, man. I've had some, but it was, the timing was right. We both wanted it the same way. And we both knew what we needed to get to. And it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. And it did, so, so that's the thing. Sometimes it takes a while because both of you are on the same page. You know, mm. like I, I want to do it, but my body isn't lined up all the way. And it takes God, it doesn't take guys as long to get ourselves to the point where, where we need to be. But a woman's body is different. So, um, but when a woman's ready and the man is ready and at the same time, it doesn't take long at all. Listen, let me tell you what. You don't want to be, you don't want to be camera in this situation. No. You want to be. You want to be locked. You want to be prepared. You want to come right out the gate. No, they're gonna tell you. They're gonna tell you quick. <laughs> you ain't home because you might not be home. You might not be home. <laughs> you might not be home for real. You might not be home. And and my and my and this is me. I would be sad. I take satisfaction in my woman being completely satisfied. Absolutely. So. I don't have to 100% get all the way off. Cause part of me, part of me takes a great pride in putting you to bed. I'm good with that. I gotta say that comes with maturity though. That comes with yeah. a bit of maturity. Cause like initially we not, we, we're not there. We're not thinking about that. We just trying to just do what we need to do and just move on. But like, when you get that maturity and knowing like, wait a minute, this gets more fun if she gets there too? James said in 97, they used to call him Novocaine, boy. You know what I mean? That boy said just now. All right. All right. And I know more now than I did then. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's... <laughs> You know, hey. Yeah, <laughs> I I had a nickname in college, but we ain't gonna disclose that on the on the show here. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my god. Yo, Corey plays Corey. too much. Corey plays Corey. too much. No, Corey, let you that my dog. Go. Let him you play. my dog. Corey, you. <laughs> <laughs> you, hear me, you hear me laughing? <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it funny. Oh. It's, the, it's, it's the laugh. The under laugh, James. That's it's what the, gets me. Hey. It's the under laugh. It's the thing, man. I mean, you got you can't be selfish in that. It's it's a mutual act. And um let's let's serve each other with gladness. That's all I'm saying. You know, but I will, but I, I will say this to to now that I've read the situation, I do understand what they're saying because if it's just about that, it kind of cheapens the whole situation. 
You know what I mean? It can't be just, you know, for lack of a better word, net, net, net. You know, no, it's got to, it's it's a better experience than just getting to that. And the journey can be as wonderful as the destination if if you if you know what you're doing. So, so it's all good. Make it good, you know. Yeah. Make it good, people. Um, Keith Sweat would say, "Make it last forever." But you, <laughs> some cases, you don't. Um, I would just say I, I had a forever night, and it was. Uh, we'll talk about it off the air. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, there, I mean, there's that time. I mean, there's times. Those times are way past me. I'd say that right now. There are times. Charlie, <laughs> when you need someone, go reach these daggone songs. I will be by your side. <laughs> <laughs> them Charlie, them Charlie horses is too real. I don't know that. That shoot. Make sure I mean get some water around. You know, do the stuff. Hey, we can't talk about the Charlie horses when women on the show. No, nope. that's what no. <laughs> Bro, we gotta take that to bring nope. it up on whatever face podcast. Talk about whatever that. face it is. Yeah. No, 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 no. We got a reputation uphold. I'm sorry. Right that was like one of my biggest nemesis. I just I guess I didn't have enough orange slices and bananas here. I I, I was <laughs> George, that's when you gotta get the long pillow, bro. <laughs> you gotta get the long pillow, prop it up underneath the thigh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Trying to help. Long mm-hmm. pillow, prop it up underneath the thigh, uh, and do half the rest. Don't thrust as much. Mm-hmm. That that'll get them, dude. Oh, so this has been a very detailed episode of the Hello Ask. People podcast. Hey, it's provocative. <laughs> people cool. You ask. Rich, one more song, man. Come on. And listen, Give me something put the pillow, put the pillow underneath your underneath your thigh, especially the one that's called the Charlotte horse. Cut out your rotation, arch, arch, arch her back. It's just sweet. If if she's sitting straight up, it's gonna cause more pressure. Arch her back. That was made for okay. you. Oh, I try not to talk about this on the air. So. Oh my gosh. It's just relaxed. <laughs> if she can grab the headboard uh, and leave that situation, then it's even better. If not, yeah, let her grab your shoulders. Put arch, arch the back. And the Charlotte horse will go away about four minutes. Did you guys friend with me? <laughs> you got a friend of me. I didn't think that song was coming. Listen, these these the thoughts and views of the Hello Beautiful People podcast are for um, married listeners only. We do not condone fornication in these streets. Um, so, <laughs> like I had to say that to stop somebody from fornicating. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you so much. Better say it again on Friday. Right, but listen. For listening to this week's podcast, um, we hope you enjoyed. Um, we, we went everywhere this week. 
I want to thank Corey. I want to thank Dom. I want to thank James. I want to thank Rich for the soundtrack. Like, that's the next episode of the podcast. We're going to talk about songs with inappropriate lyrics. Because you cannot have my house in my car. No, no, no. No, not just for that. No, absolutely not. Jodeci set a high standard right there. We were singing along with full voice. We got to talk about that too. So, but um, yeah, man, thank y'all guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will see you. Things you do. <laughs> we will see you next week. Come on, Rich, close us out. Close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>